Megan? Hey. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm pretending like I wasn't just talking to you a second ago. <laughs> but for the people who are listening to this, as we put it on the, the feed, we are recording this just after our last episode, which you heard, I don't know how many days ago. So it's not, it didn't just happen for you like it just did for us. So we just wanted to chat about um, pacing because I have, I have lots of thoughts always. <laughs> On your um, your pacing and your half marathon and, and um, the way that you're you're doing your workouts, and I was thinking about this as I was running um, my my marathon paced run because I felt like I was running my my marathon paced miles were definitely not marathon pace effort, and I know on the on the show like two weeks ago. I said, well, are you running half marathon pace or a half marathon effort? Does it feel like how you would run a half marathon? Um, and so that's what I was thinking about on my um, marathon pace run, which felt way harder. And the other thing I was thinking is that, like, I base a, a lot of, you know, my pacing off of experience, you know, what I did in the past and, and what I know about training. And when I first started training using Hanson's, it marathon pace always felt hard at the beginning and then towards the end of the training it felt super easy <laughs> so I always remind myself of that when I'm just starting to get into these longer marathon paced runs that yeah it's gonna feel hard but it'll get easier and then I'm I'm usually pretty close to that pace or if not faster on race day anyway so um so that's what I, I was thinking about how is your your half marathon pace been feeling or have you have you been able to run at that pace because I I know you were running faster than that pace anyway right yeah my so what we've done is and I my coach and I talked about this and he gave me a pace and then said well adjust if needed because you might outrun your paces because I've never really trained for a half marathon I've never done consistent mileage for it and even mm -hmm. this one, I missed the first couple of weeks. So my fitness is just getting better. So when I ran a five-mile run that was really hard, but way faster than I thought I could, the one that was like at 924, and I finished it, it was difficult, definitely not half pace. But so we talked and we moved it up. So I've been able – and pacing is so hard for me because I really feel like I'm a better shorter distance runner. So what I can run in shorter distances doesn't always transfer over to long distances for me, which I think is more of a fueling issue that I've been finding out than anything else. So I've been trying to figure out and then I can't transfer what I can do for longer distances. I don't know how to transfer them to speed work either. Right. And then I have all that self-doubt. So sometimes I worry too much about pace and think I'm slower than I am. And then... End up pushing so, yourself harder during your run as a result. <laughs> or not as hard as I could, right. too. Because I think, well, I'm, I still have it that mentality that I'm a slow runner. Right. Does that make sense? So, like, when I ran the 819, I wasn't looking at my watch the whole time other than the beginning when, because it was a race, I started out and my watch was saying I was running out of five-something. I was like, oh, no, 
that has to stop. I, had <laughs> I cannot during, continue this. I had during one of my runs recently, I saw a six something pace and I'm just like, oh, I must have lost a satellite or something. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> but yeah, I think that it's tricky because you do gain fitness during the training and sometimes it's okay to adjust your pace and sometimes it's not like in in terms of if you're training for a marathon marathon pace gradually gets easier um because it needs to feel easy on race day because you have to sustain it for 26 miles (laughs) um whereas you know for shorter distance races i think even half marathon um it's it's not going to feel as easy but it should still like half marathon you you need to be able to make it last for 13 mile minute miles not 13 minute miles 13 miles and the thing that you were you were saying before that you you're not really good at pacing but i think that's because you really haven't practiced pacing before this training season right like you yeah. you've always just run the distances you've never run distances at specific paces before yes that's exactly the issue and then so if I run comfortable without my watch I always end up running faster than what I think I should be like those times I take my watch completely out of the equation and I don't even pay attention to what the time is they always mentally tend to be easier And I end up running faster than I think I am. Right. Because when I finished that seven and a half mile run and I ran those two miles in the tens, I felt like I was going so slow and I thought it must have been like 1130. Right. And I really, I had told myself, I'm just going to run just to get it done and it's going to have to be comfortable and easy. And then I'm just going to, you know, just to finish it out. And I have to slow down. I will. And it's, but they were, go ahead. Yeah. They were 1040 and like 10. 20 mm-hmm. or something. So um I think that it's a it really is an indication that your your fitness is is better than what you've been training for. Um because it clearly that that race that you just did that shows that you are much closer to 2 hour half and I think that you're right at 2 hours or at least you will be once you complete your training. Um because you ran that on a hilly, hilly route on a hot day and then did like f- three more reps under, <laughs> under nine minute miles. I mean, that to me, like, yeah, of course, of course, like you are as fast as I think that you are. <laughs> um, but then the question is, what's your stamina? Because um, you haven't done any longer races but I think that those longer runs that you've had that where you run ran them pretty fast, that's a good indication also of your, your stamina is pretty good. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it'll be good. And I think that I would say like, obviously you haven't been training at, you haven't been hitting the paces that he's giving you, but I think that you are training the right paces because you're faster anyway. So I think if you are what I think like around two hour, marathon time half marathon time that's going to be just a little over nine minute miles I believe mm-hmm. um and I think I don't know maybe that's a stretch maybe you're 202 maybe you're 203 I you know somewhere in there you're de- you're definitely in that area so I think what I'm gonna do is go out with the 210 pacer 
That's what I'll do. Okay. Because I know I'm not 220 and there's only a 210 and a 220 pacer. Right. And I- honestly, my, I, and I'm worried with the 220 that I won't push myself as much as I could. Right. I think that you. I don't race it. Right. And you would be happy with the 210, right? Oh, yeah. That'd be amazing because my <laughs> PR is 223. Right. So I'd be happy with a two. Well, now it's a 218 because I did that training run in at a 218. And that was a really hilly course. I've already run a 218 on a super hilly course. Right. Well, obviously, I think you're capable of 210. So if you did like go out with the pacer and stay with the pacer and you'd be happy with that, then great. I think that you're faster than that. And my gut is that if you go out with the 210 pacer, you're going to drop him in the first couple miles because you're going to want to run faster. So that's so, what I think is going to happen. Well, and <laughs> then that might be you. good too. Yeah. Yeah. If I stay with the 210 pacer for three or four miles, because mm-hmm. the first two and a half to three miles are the hardest because they're hilly for the course compared to the rest of it. I mean, it's still not hilly compared to here, but for the course it is, mm-hmm. then I can make sure I'm conserving my energy at the beginning. Right. And then if I need to leave them, I can. Or if it's a comfortably hard pace, I can stay with 210 and it's still a PR. And then so because I've been debating this, I really wish there was a 215 because I know for sure a 215 would be like a – You don't need a 215. (laughs) So then I'm going with 210. Okay. Which I think is just scary but not because I don't think I can do it. Right. But because I never thought that I could do it. Like right. I, Megan, when I um, I ran uh, Rockfest before Bay State two years ago, um, my best half, I, I ran my fastest half like a month before and I ran like 211 or 212 or something like that. So when I lined up at Rockfest, I put myself at the back of the 210 pack and I was hoping for 210. And I crossed the finish line in like 207.30 or something. (laughs) So like we don't like it's we still both have that mindset. Me not so much now, even though I am definitely slower than you. (laughs) I still have that mindset of I'm not that fast. Like 210, that's like huge. You know, that's a huge jump. Yeah, because I remember when I was trying my goal to start was to break three. I was yeah. just like, I just don't want to get under three. And I've run like a 259 half. And so. Right. But that was like four years ago. <laughs> yeah. But then I think about two. And this is the other thing I need to remember is, yeah, I ran my first half four years ago. Or right over four years ago. But how many miles have I run in the past year and a half or two years? Compared to what I ran in the whole four years I was running before that combined, you know, or three years. And it's a big difference, you know, because I started in 2012. I, I may have put 300 miles in. And I've already run over 100 miles for, you know, 2017. Well, that's more than I ran in a whole year. And I need to, you know, and that's the other thing I have to tell myself is you're running more. Like, that's what happens when you actually run. Mm. You get faster. Come on now. <laughs> like I have to buzz it myself. Like that that's what you wanted. That's why you started running more. Because right. you get faster. And then I think too it's 
I remember those times of I couldn't run for 30 seconds. Yeah. And it baffles me that I can run 13 without walking. I still yeah. forget that, like 13 miles. So You've done four, I, 14 without walking, haven't you? I think so, yeah. <laughs> so it's that reminder of you're not that same runner. You know, like the runner I picture in my head is not the runner I am. So, like, people have body dysmorphia. I have runner dysmorphia. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, no, that I do, girl. I still see myself as the slow runner who has to do intervals because she can't run for more than two minutes at a time. Right. And I ran a marathon. And I, I... <laughs> you know what's crazy is I go through that every every time I get injured, which seems to be, like, every year. Um, and I stop running and then have to start running again, I have to take walk breaks and I have to have that conversation with myself every time. Like you go through this every time your fitness comes back, you get faster, (laughs) it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. So like, even I, like, I still have to deal, deal with that, you know, and if I could just run consistently without those friggin' injuries, (laughs) you know, then Oh my God, where would I be now? Like right now, I'm like, I feel like I'm, I'm, I've regressed, you know, I'm not where I was two years ago. Jeff, Jeff and I were talking, um, my, according to my watch, I averaged 8.58 in, you know, a mile and a half race, but, um, Jeff and I were talking, he's like, you know, you've never run that fast in a race. And I was like, you know, I don't think I have. And then I was looking back over my athletes and one race, a a 5k I ran in, um, 26 minutes that my average pace was 826 for three miles. And I'm like, whoa, I was way faster, (laughs) but I'm not, I'm not there anymore. And it, I, I, but you'll get there because I think of that too. And I still don't see myself as fast as you (laughs) because I've never run 828 for three miles. Yeah, I ran my 819 for one and a half, but could I have kept that up for another mile and a half? I don't know. I'm, I mean, I need to do another 5K test, really, and run another one. Yeah. But, I mean, I know I can do 905, like a 28-minute 5K. I know I can, but to drop another two minutes? I don't know. Like, that's the, you I know. think that you're faster right now than I ever was at my fastest. Uh, yeah. I mean, my fastest was a 202 half and 24, well, it was 24 minute 5k that wasn't quite a 5k. So I consider that a 25 minute 5k. And I think that you could do those times, both of those times right now. So like, if you kept running, like you would, you'd be so fast. (laughs) And it's, I'm, I'm like super excited and happy for you because I can't run that fast right now, so I'm trying to live vicariously through you and, and, and also try to catch up a little bit. <laughs> well, I know when you – I thought it was funny right after I ran my one-and-a-half-mile race that it was about the same distance. You ended up running the same distance later, too. Yeah. And I thought of you when I saw you did that. Because so I was like, I wonder what she did. Not even close. <laughs> Well, your last it was close. Your last lap was eight fifty nine, right? Pace, so that was yeah. close. <laughs> well, 
Well, we'll just say that I was running like five minute miles on the indoor track before the race. And that's why I was, (laughs) I was too tired. (laughs) No, it's all right. Well, to be fair, yours was probably colder than mine was. And I think it's so much harder to run in the cold. It was 40. It was nice. It was decent running weather. It was fine. It really was. So, um, you were, you you were running in the heat, so you probably could have done better. (laughs) Well, um, I don't know. I just think that as long as you don't be stupid during your race (laughs) and by be stupid, I mean like take off at like your fastest 5k pace during a half marathon or whatever. I'm, I'm a little afraid that you might do that. That's my number one thing with trying to find a pacer. And that's why I've been so hard because I don't want to do that. So that's why I'm trying to figure out, okay, which pacer can I start out with that's slow enough that it's not going to kill me and drain me. Right. So that's been my, so let me see what a pace calculator is. So if we do 13.1. And the time is 2.10. Not two minutes. Please don't do that. It's, it's just under 10 minute miles. Yes. Which is, I think, is totally doable for you. Well, that's what I've been doing my tempo paces at. So if that's supposed to be close to half pace, then I can. And I did, uh, I've been trending towards low 10s. So I'm really going to try to see... Maybe I'll go out for my 10 miles this week after being rested and see what I can do. Because it's supposed to be middle miles race pace. So I can do that. Run two miles, easy-ish, and then six miles at close to low 10s, and then two miles easy-ish. And not forget water this time. (laughs) (laughs) And just keep in mind whether you feel like you're running how you would run in a half marathon. Like so I've never raced a half and that's the hard part because when I did this same half last year, I started out too easy at the two thirty pacer. And so my first five miles were so easy. It wasn't even like I was racing. I was just kind of hanging out and then I left them. Honestly, Megan, this is going to sound crazy. I really think you should start out with the two hour pacer. I really do because I think I'm I'm sure that you can even if you can't sustain the pace but I I think that you, you you're very close to that if you're not at 2 then you're like 202 to 203 so you might fall off towards the end but you would still do really really well <laughs> and if you don't fall off if you just stay with the group I mean you could break 2 hours which would be awesome I'm going to go with the 210. (laughs) I understand. I'm just saying, like, the the difference between me and you is, like you said, you've never raced a half. When I've run a half, you know, like racing it, I don't don't start out at a hard pace. I start out at, does this feel like a pace that I can maintain? You know, how does this feel? And Mm -hmm. it, it always feels easy. It always feels easy. If it felt hard, then um, I would back off. But it always feels easy when when I have that fitness. And right now you have that fitness. So just out of curiosity, I want to look up the pace for half marathon in two hours. Low nines. Nine See, ten. 
based on my race, it's telling me 209. A race predictor is telling me when I ran that 1.6 miles in 13 minutes. So my 819 pace gave me 209. Hold on. Um, 1.6. What calculator do you use? The one from running ahead. And this one, if I actually do 1.6, it's 206. What What was your time? 1303, yeah. 13.03. All right. This one is telling me for a half marathon, 201.13. This is the Runner's Alley app that I've been using for years. You you want to hear something crazy? Let's put it into Jack Daniels because Jack Daniels is the craziest one. Um, I gotta find it. It's <laughs> it's saved, of course. Um, so if I do like twenty six thirty for my five k time, it t- if I do twenty six thirty, which would be double that distance plus a little bit more time, like that time and everything, it's telling me two oh four. Um, the Jack Daniels calculator says 201.19, so really close to the Okay, so then what I'll do with the, I'll start out with the 210, just to make sure I go easy for the beginning, Mm -hmm. because obviously I'm somewhere between those 210 to 2, and then I can start out with the 210 to keep it easy so I don't go out too fast and burn myself out, and then... If I feel good at the halfway point, like I did last year, right before it, then I can turn around. I can leave them yeah. and run more comfortable or a little bit harder for the last six miles. That is the smart thing to do. It is not the Sue thing, but it is the smart thing. <laughs> well, the only reason it's not the Sue thing, um, it's what I would do if I was in your position. Like if this was the first time I was actually going for like racing a half. Um, that's probably what I would do. Your V dot is th- 36. I'm so jealous. Um, <laughs> but ha- like I said, having raced half marathons, I know that what you, the, the, the pace that it gives you for your half is a sustainable pace. And it's based off a of time that you just ran. <laughs> so that's true too, because so I using that, I should be able to do it. And it's more, I have to get out of the mental and I, my racing is not as much physical, it's mental, because I kind of psych myself out and tell myself I can't do it, and then I can't. So that's where I think a lot of my pacing issues come in. So I am considering running without my watch. That's a good, that's actually a really good thing to do. I should have done that. Or at that. least putting it upside down, yeah. you know what I mean, where I can't see it. I, this is going to sound crazy, but I really hope it's cold, like in the 40s. Mm-hmm. No, that's So smart. I have to wear long sleeves, and then I can't see it. Because if I put a long sleeves on, I don't look at it, because I'm too cold to have my watch out. <laughs> I ran one half marathon without my watch, and that was my 202. So I, I definitely recommend it, because I, it didn't feel like I was running 920 pace for 13 miles, I'll tell yes. you that. It was just, but was I'm just kind of fun. dying without having the data. That's the only part that's I know. keeping oh, yeah. me. It's like, yeah, and and do you know how much it kills me now that I don't have the splits for my fastest half marathon? <laughs> that's what a freaking data nerd I am about running. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been looking at my splits too, and I can tell. And I have 
now that I care more and I've been wearing my heart rate monitor and you'd kill me for some of my heart rate, like you should look at it on smash run because it gets up into the one nineties kind of consistently. Oh yeah. Yeah. I do that too. But especially my first mile is always almost 200 and then it evens out to like one seventies, one eighties, but it doesn't feel like my heart rate's that high. So do you know what your resting heart rate is? In 50 or 60, I think it was last time I went to the doctor. Nice. When I was at my fittest, it was 45, like low 40s. I think once I might have had a 43. But now, I haven't checked it in a while, but lately it's been like 50s or 60s. I'm like, I got to get those numbers down. (laughs) It's just stupid. Like, it doesn't mean anything. (laughs) No, resting heart rate doesn't. No. But, so, 210 pacer, which is crazy because I planned to go out with a 220 to start with because I ran a 223. And then in training, I ran a 218 half. (laughs) And now it's like, well, I'll just start with a 210 and see. I mean, I wish there was a 5k race between now and then. I don't there think isn't. I don't think you need it, honestly. I think just I mean, unless unless you went out and ran a faster time, then I'd be like, "All right, you got to go with the 2-hour." <laughs> but um yeah, no, I think I think you're right there. I'm going to check just, Smash Runs race just, predictor too and see. I just want the validation of I know that I'm right. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I know this stuff. I know well, it because that's I where think... I was, you know? Well, yeah, no, no. I won't have a half. I might have a 10 miler I'm going to do in the middle of April. But other than that, I will not have a race probably besides a 5K here or there before Cincinnati. Right. So you're, re- you're going to like race that mile hard in Cincinnati? Yes. Yeah. Because awesome. I don't care about the other races. I don't know if I want to. I still haven't broken it in eight minute mile. Like even when I ran that 819 average, my first mile was in the 830s. So it was like 834. Uh, my PR is 823 on a treadmill. So I ran the after my mile, I brought my pace like under eight for whatever. According to Jack Daniels, your mile time should be around 750. Yeah. So that's what I'm going for i'm gonna go to break eight minutes in the mile nice so other than that i don't know what that's hard racing a mile is so freaking hard oh if if, especially if you're going to like to break eight minute miles i i just want to if we could talk a little strategy on that (laughs) i know it's not until may but um if eight is your goal breaking eight you don't want to run each quarter faster than two minutes so like if you're dipping yes if you're dipping under eight minute miles during the first half of that mile then you've already lost it like the mile is really hard (laughs) unless i'm really faster than eight minute miles which you could be see you could be because you ran four of them (laughs) yes smash run predicts me for two twelve fifty five half smash based on what 
don't know, some performance index, the stuff they use. Let's do McMillan. Let's see what McMillan says. He's usually a little slower than Jack Daniels. Um, and they only predict me for a 2755K, so I already don't believe them because I don't think that's true. <laughs> no. Some, some of the calculators um, slow you way down across distances, and I don't feel like they're accurate because... Like my app, my the app that I use has been dead on for me. Like the only place that I fall apart is the marathon, and that's because you hit a wall in a marathon. There's no wall in a half marathon. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What are we looking at here? One point five miles. It looks like it's the closest. I wonder if we can do a custom. Um. You said you did one point six, right? Yeah, it's one point five seven, but my watch might have been off because it was measured at one point six. All right, I'm just gonna put in because the only option it gives is one point five. It doesn't have a one point six or one point five seven, so I'm gonna put in um, just thirteen even to see what it says. And all right, so current times for the mile would be it says eight nineteen. Oh, no, that's your pace for that distance. So that's not, um, oh, this is weird. How no, that would was... be, it might be lower. We could do some fancy math. Hang on, let oh, me no, pull no. out a calculator. No, it's, it's because of the time that I put in. I gotta, I gotta okay. adjust it. Um, we'll go to, if it's 1.5, go to 12, Your pace was 8.9, what did you say it was? 8.19? Yeah, this one's saying 818, so right there. I gotta fiddle with this calculator to get the right... Nope, that's not it. Alright, 818. Um, oh, that wouldn't even be accurate anyway, because you ran a farther distance, so it would be better than this. Alright, so anyway, what it's telling me, based on one and a half miles in 1228, which would be 818 pace, um, your mile time would be 758... And your half time would be 208.15. But it should actually be faster because you ran slightly longer distance than 1.5. But 208.15 according to this one, so it's slightly slower. Okay, and but let's still put well under 748 seconds. <laughs> Divided by 60 is 12.46 minutes. So... Say that I ran a mile and a half in 12 minutes and 0.46 that's times it. 60 equals 27.6. So 12 minutes and 28 seconds. That's the time I had in, in here, 1228. Oh. <laughs> I just did it I a did little different. I did it without all the math. <laughs> um, <laughs> but But the thing is, if you ran further than that distance, then your pace would have actually been lower at one point one and a half you see what i'm saying yes yeah but um but we can't do that with this one but yeah it's still it's still under 210 yes so i'm going out with the 210 hoping to beat that yeah marshall keeps telling me to get under two hours he's probably going to be amazed when i do i really if i think if, if that's your goal i think you should start out with the two hour pacers because then you could just it, stay with them and coast the whole way it's not my goal, and I don't want to have a miserable race. My goal is to just PR. That's all I want to do. Okay. All right, 210. <laughs> yep. 
Oh, that's interesting. So Smash Run will break it up. So my one mile pace was 834. And then the other 0.6 miles were at 749 pace. Right. So the last mile of your mile and a half was probably around eight. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and that was more hilly. Does your too. Garmin tell you your records? Yes. So what does your Garmin say for your fastest mile? It's messed up right now. I need to actually clear it because it's from when I was doing 400 meter repeats and I wasn't lapping it correctly. It says uh. it's like seven something because when I did 400 meter repeats with a rest in between, I got like a 730. But uh, on the treadmill, I have run an 823 and that was back in November and that was on the treadmill. Right. So I couldn't run as fast. You know, I had to wait for it to, uh, you know, increase and everything. And it's while I was on my honeymoon. So it wasn't necessarily like best running environment either. Right. Oh, well, I just, I think I should be your coach next time. Okay. <laughs> and I could train you at the right it. paces. Okay. The trick Enjoy. is. You can set up a marathon plan for me for the summer and I will do what Coach Sue says. Whoa, a marathon plan? I cannot be held responsible for you in a marathon. <laughs> I'm stuck in one All I want to do is finish it again faster than 521, um, which I could do. Oh, that would be a fun experiment. This one will be flat. We're doing it in Savannah. That's what my goal is, where we did the half. Yeah. I'm going back for the marathon this fall. Awesome. So I'm so excited you're going to do another marathon. Mm-hmm. I knew I was going to. I'm not, not going to do that same course again. Would you terrible. be would you be willing to do a marathon training without doing twenty mile training runs? Yes. I hated them. <laughs> I ran twenty one on my only twenty mile training one and then my other one I hurt so bad I only got to nineteen and then I said I quit. It's still that's and good enough. I walked the last five miles in almost tears and if somebody would have offered to pick me up because I looked pitiful i would have said yes <laughs> that's how bad that run was oh. i would have been like sure no problem please take me <laughs> so yes are you really serious about me coming up with a plan for you yeah oh that would be so much you fun. know enough about running that i would i trust you plus you know me as a runner better than probably anybody else like i think it would make five it- years I would. I think it would make for an interesting dynamic on the show too. <laughs> but the thing is, what we got to do. I mean, obviously, I'm getting ahead of myself. But uh, you know how my brain works. I like want to plan everything uh-huh. out three years ahead of time. Um, is once you get to that point where it's time to start marathon training, you got to run a race so we can find out like where you're at. Instead you know what? Of- There's a Fourth of July race. Ooh, I can run a 4th of July 5k awesome. and that would be right about the time to start marathon training. Awesome. If we did 18 weeks. And your goal is to just beat your first time. Yes. I think that's it. I think I really think you could get well under five and probably like looking at your current fitness, you're close to four hour marathon, like four ten, four twenty in there. But there's also this huge 
gap of the wall. <laughs> um, and so that would put you probably closer to 430, 445 range where I, where I, where I lay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I think we could definitely get you under five for sure. So that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's well, really this... my secondary goal. A goal is to PR. B goal is under five. Yeah, as long as you're not running that race that you ran the first time, you're you're definitely going to beat your your first time unless yes. you don't train at all, right? <laughs> no, that is not happening and god no, I'm never running that race again and I hope they never do the marathon again. I sent them a bad review and I think everybody did who ran it, the whole wow. 60 people who ran the marathon. And I have not heard anybody say anything good about the marathon. That's and I feel sucks. bad because I love the people who put it on. Yeah. But the marathon sucked. Because Greensboro is not a marathon town. Sorry. We're not. We're not good for it. Was this and a race 13.1 series or a different? No, it was from a local uh, guy. He does a bunch of races. Mm-hmm. He does a bunch of mostly halves, but he does uh, a 10K and 5K on the 4th of July. And a couple other like 10Ks and 5Ks and stuff. But he'd never, and he does a marathon trail race, I think he helps put on. But never done like a road marathon. And Greensboro just does not have the area for a road marathon. It's like we don't have a true downtown. Right. Kind of like run, we were able to run through Savannah and everything. Yeah. And Greensboro doesn't have that. And the community is not very supportive of runners. Oh. Like, we have a good greenway, but there were no supporters on the, you know, course. Nobody cared. There were people driving by us, honking at us because we were running. You know, like, that's that was like, my get marathon off the road. experience. <laughs> yes. Like, get off the road. That's Why awful. are you here? So, and that's not the marathon people's fault, but we, they couldn't close the road. Right. So, like, the road wasn't even closed. At least you know the area now where you're, like, you know which locations are conducive to better races. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I'll do their, the same even race that put their half marathon. I can't wait to do that one again. Because I ran almost that whole course, and I know it's a good course. Yeah. And they put on a really good half marathon, really supportive. Everybody loves it. It's done really well. But, like, the marathon had jugs of water on the ground, not even a table. And that was one of our water stops. Wow. So, I'm not, you know, super thrilled about that again. (laughs) Without even a person there. It was just a jug of water on the ground. Here, do this. (laughs) Without even a label or anything. I didn't realize it was a water stop. I thought somebody had a jug of water outside of their, you know, front yard. I thought they had left it for us being nice or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's That was how much I thought it was. Right. It's just, that's awful. My first marathon was like the exact opposite because they made it a competition uh, uh, like amongst the aid stations to have like the best aid station so everyone you ran through was amazing like people were like making tunnels for you to run through and like cheer like there were cheerleaders with pom-poms and so it was just ridiculous it was awesome they just made it like a 
you know, a really memorable first marathon and to have a sucky one just sucks because <laughs> you're out there for so long and that one you were by yourself a lot of the time weren't you mm-hmm. yep uh, anyway so, I, yeah so that's it's very surprising that I didn't want to that I want to do another marathon <laughs> is how bad it was well because you know but you're going to have a better experience it can't be that bad yes <laughs> Well, that's like this relay we did. Some girl ran it as her first marathon. She came all the way from Florida to North Carolina to do this relay as her first marathon. She, 16 loops around the same thing. Yeah. Is what she did. I was like, you are crazy. My favorite. I'm not running. One of my favorite half marathons was the um, mainly marathons where it was, I think, 1.7 mile loop and I ran it like six or seven times and it was awesome it was so great it was so much fun to do a half marathon that way I don't know that I would do a full (laughs) uh that way but I I couldn't think of a better way to do it it was it was like the cool thing is like there's a central aid station so you know after every mile and a half or 1.7 or two miles or whatever you got all of that great food waiting for you and drinks. And the mainly marathons were really cool because they had like all different kinds of candy and junk food and soda and chocolate milk and Gatorade and like anything you could possibly want. It was so cool. That was the best part was all the food. <laughs> but then, but they're focused on a, you know, half marathon and marathon, right? Or ultra. Like that was their the focus of it the focus was i think they mainly cater to like the half fanatic crowd and the and the marathon maniacs crowd so it's just people that want to get the distance in and there are a lot of walkers um exactly so i think that's the difference of like that one versus this relay because there was a group that finished in like two hours like they were running five thirty miles like for the relay wow this group of four guys and they won and so the this race really caters to the relay teams. Like there were 800 runners and 20 ran the full. Wow. So that's, you know, and so that I know for me, that would make it awful because all these people were finishing. And we weren't even the last relay team to finish, but we were one of the last. And so it was pretty like people, I was dodging people leaving with wearing their medals when I was running my last lap. Because right. it's in a local park that's not closed off because it's still a park. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. I yeah. really like that type of race where, like, you get to see everybody while you're yes. running. Like, you, you pass the fast. No, you don't pass the fast people. They pass you. But you see mm-hmm. them when oh, they're, they're heading out and you're coming back. And um, and then you pass the slower people. Like, you get to see everybody. It's it's really cool. I really want to do another one I wish you could come down in September when we do the 12-hour relay. Oh. When is because it? Because it's the middle of September. Huh. Like, this, I think it's always the third Saturday in September. Oh, so my but birthday. Yes, it's right there, but it's 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. You can have teams anywhere, and it really kind of caters to the relay and ultra crowd. Like, there were ultra runners who ran for the whole 12 hours. Yeah. Like, girl got her first ultra, and then she finished. She didn't run anymore after she hit her 31 miles, like her 50K. Awesome. 
And then other people do relays and they're competing as a team to see how many miles you can get. But you can run two or three or four laps and it's set on this ultra runner's farm and it's a one mile loop with different terrain and he has an aid station set up, a central one, you run by it and he cooks bacon and grilled cheese and there's gummy bears and there's all this stuff the whole time. And That'd be really fun if that was my first ultra and then I, I could yes. run parts of it with you. If we, yes. Yeah, we, we wouldn't be on the same team if I was running as an ultra, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> that would be fun. The only thing is, one of my, the marathons that I'm thinking about doing in the fall is on my birthday. So that would conflict. So that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, but. And it's it's the fastest marathon in New Hampshire, which is part of the reason why I want to do it that, and it's on my birthday. But then there's also Loco, which is a month later in October, which um, would be cooler. And um, I've been wanting to, and it would be closer to home. And I've been wanting to do Loco for like forever now. So I was really hoping this would be the year. So I don't know what I'm going to do yet. But um, but yeah, that's something to keep in mind if I have the resources to do it. But oh, I'm excited. I'm excited for your half. I'm excited to coach you through a marathon <laughs> i'm gonna ask you several times that like now that you said yes to that like are you sure are you sure <laughs> i will say yes every time i was successful because seriously me. there's no coach who knows me better than sue yeah you were there when i ran my first half and really since i pretty much started running and through everything so i can't explain all my running stuff to somebody else and the time it would take the stuff that you already know yeah. We talk about running every week. I talk to you more than I talk to my actual coach. Yeah, and I would, yeah, I would know where you're at and what's bothering you yeah. as as long as you were continuing to tell me those things. <laughs> I wouldn't lie. <laughs> There's no point. <sighs> oh, that'd be fun. All right. Well, this is super fun to just sit and talk about running. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like we try to do every week, except we're usually like on a schedule. So this is yes. fun. So hopefully people are enjoying it. and Maybe we'll do it again in the future. Yes, it is fun. All right. I am going to let you go now because I am still sick and I should go to bed. <laughs> yes. All right. Have a good night and I'll talk to you next week. Okay. All Bye, right. Sue. Bye.